Okay. <laughs> uh, do you feel like we should open it in prayer, too? Yeah. Not like I'm a recording, but just like us friends pray. Slash, we can have it recorded because you never know. How many how many random prayers do you have of me recorded? <laughs> I think I should make like a montage of all of your whisper prayers what? when you have technological issues. That could be like a funny thing to have. Okay, but yes, I'll, I'm, I'll pray for us and then you can intercede. Um, okay. Okay, Lord, thank you so much just for this... I don't know, for this podcast, for what you're doing, what you've done, um, both in a platform and personally within our hearts, um, with our friendship and what you've allowed us to experience together that we'll never get to experience with anyone else. What a gift. God, sometimes things are unexplainable, but we trust you as the author and finisher of our faith that we don't know the things you have planned for us, but sometimes we have to walk blindly through obedience, um, even when they're sad and they're scary and we trust you and we pray that you would go before us as we speak through this episode, that our words would lead to peace and understanding rather than confusion, and that people would be left with a greater understanding of what it means for us to walk in seasons in our Christian walk, for us to walk in seasons of obedience and seasons of fear and seasons of unknown, but hand in hand with you as our guide. So we love you and we praise you. Amen. Oh, Lord. Um, I'm just so grateful for a friend who can be brave and be bold and to call you to the forefront of mine and her attention. Um, That is a gift and I don't take it for granted. And so first, just want to thank you for the friendship Mary Scott and I have. And I ask for just a protection on it Mm -hmm. and a covering over it. Um, And that the enemy doesn't even (laughs) step near it because he knows what a force it can be. Mm. And so I thank you that um, this podcast. Wow. What a cool treasure and testimony of friendship and what two can do um, together that one couldn't do on its own. Mm. So we invite you into this situation and we invite you into this podcast that it would just instill tons of peace and excitement and inspiration rather than fear and confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, you are so welcome in this place and in our hearts and minds. In Jesus name. Amen. Welcome to the Behind the Bliss podcast, where Mary Scott Mercer and Rachel Autry bring weekly conversations to encourage, inspire, storytell, and share. Each episode is designed for you to feel met in your mess and balanced in your bliss. Here's today's conversation. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss. It's your girls, Rachel and Mary Scott. Hello. Hi, friends. <laughs> And we have a, um, a fun and interesting and super different conversation coming your way today. But we just figured because we haven't updated our listeners in quite a time with just us and things going on in our life. And I think these episodes are some of my favorites. Me too. Um, so hey, I said, so I think it's about time. It's good. We, we needed a good catch up episode. So Rachel, what have you been up to recently? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Uh, tons of traveling mm-hmm. uh, this past um weekend was that a weekend no oh my gosh that was midweek help um <laughs> is today friday days. i don't even know we're recording on a friday it does not feel like friday i thought wednesday was friday mm-hmm. so there's that we went to um nashville and we scoped out a really cool opportunity met some really great people who are super interested in what's going on here um at behind the bliss Woo-hoo. and we got to see some friends and catch up and then of course we decided to fly, but we got stuck in Nashville because of weather. But it was 
what we call a splendid stuck because it wasn't too shabby. We got to visit with friends. And, I love um, that. Splendid stuck. A splendid stuck. There's like sometimes that you're stuck because it's your own fault or it's someone else's. And so there's someone to blame. But these are the best kind of stucks because like you can't get mad. Mm-hmm. No one did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just the weather happened. So totally. anyways, we just got to hang out with friends and sit and stay and enjoyed Nashville. So that's recent. I love it. What about you, recent? Um, Similar. I um, am completely pooped. I feel like I have not packed. I'm literally staring at like my packing cubes right now from like three trips ago because I have been like unpacking and repacking since basically since behind the bliss live, I feel like. Um, But I, we had a great family trip to Wyoming with my family and it was kind of a splendid stuck in a way because we got there and there was zero service. Like I could barely send a text message. I literally couldn't do anything. So I was kind of forced to unplug and it was really good. And I um, love Wyoming. It was beautiful. And we rode horses and hiked and the whole whole nine yards. Yeah, it was great. Um, And then we came back and I had She Speaks, which is the conference that Proverbs 31 Ministries does every summer, which is a a conference to equip women who feel a calling on their life to write and speak. Um, so if you've ever felt that way, come and join us. Um, we love to come alongside people who feel that calling. So I had that for a week. And then um, we ended up going, well, my, my father-in-law ended up in the hospital for a week. So that was a whole thing. And then we went to D.C. this past week for a family reunion slash family funeral for Daniel's grandmother. So I... Um, I'm completely like not wanting to leave my couch kind of (laughs) right yeah we we have a little bit of a few days off for Daniel's work and he was like should we go do something and I'm like uh no I literally want to sit on my couch on Saturday with my my favorite mug and like watch Fixer Upper or something like I do not want to move (laughs) so I am just grateful and honestly that's just summer and I think I look forward to that kind of a pace every year but then it comes like August and I'm ready for you know college students to be back so the city doesn't feel empty and I'm ready for my mentors kids to be back in school because I miss them (laughs) you know the whole thing like (laughs) can we all just have a routine again because I'm losing my marbles me too do you still feel Uh, like you think of adulthood in semesters I was talking to someone about this the other day mm. but like I referred to this coming season as fall semester to someone and Mm. they corrected me they're like are you in grad school I no, like, shoot, I totally no, feel I'm you not. in that. I totally, and I just got a new um, simplified planner from Emily Lay. I love her planners. And I got the August to August. And I was like, I really should probably like transition to like a January to January because that's how my years work because I'm not in school and I don't have children. But you know, it is what it is. I think yeah. we're always going to feel that like stirring in our heart before September. Like things are about to change and it just gives us like a, a new routine and perspective. So I'm excited. I'm grateful that we are also transitioning to like hopefully fall temperatures. Probably won't happen till oh, October, God, yes. but you know, I'm hopeful and just all, all sorts of fun stuff. You know, God's up to some things in both just life and I just think seasons are cool. Like they point us to transitions that are about to happen and I think similarly things like that happen in our own life you know we're about to totally change colors and then we're gonna lose our leaves and then we're gonna bear fruit and it's just a a sweet reminder I think as we go about our life so yeah like we yeah because we are created as well we're all kind of 
created similarly as other types of creation where we also have seasons and yeah. TBT um, to our conversation with um, Placemaker a few months ago. I think it's just similar. Yeah. It's so kind of God, I think, to give us those like physical reminders as we have internal reminders of yeah. shiftings and things like that. Speak Christy Purifoy. Yep. There she goes. I love that. Yeah. Love that she's book. amazing. Um, and then the other bigger thing that we're excited about is um, Thomas should be getting his dates for his orders to go off to – officer school I'm pumped for him um, I really yeah, me am. too and it's like ugh, so cool to see something that you've prayed into and wanted and like just like longed for come to fruition because you're like well now what yeah <laughs> now now what's next and what can I be praying for like seeking after and so that's been fun to kind of like start this whole process totally. over again um, of planting some new seeds. I so. think that's been the coolest part about being a military spouse is I'm constantly forced to like pray open-handedly because I don't actually have any say-so in my life. Yes. And that's one of my biggest fears as we process, you know, whether we stay in the military or not. And I tell people when they ask me, I'm like, honestly, I, you know, as hard as this lifestyle is, part of me is scared to think that like I could have a quote unquote normal life because for some reason, the thought of having like a say so in my life now seems scary because now I could like make a bad choice because in the past I've just had to like surrender to God's sovereignty and placing us. And the thing is, is like, he's still sovereign in our quote civilian life i just think that Mm -hmm. we assume that we have more control and to a degree we do so i always laugh i'm like when people ask me what is the biggest you know how do you feel about the thought of getting out of the becoming or not being a military spouse anymore and i always say it scares me because of that like decision making power that i suddenly feel like i have you know you don't sit under the same type of authority here on earth totally you're like well i have to make my decisions now totally (laughs) oh god it's all sorts of crazy so i'm so thrilled for thomas and i know that both of you have been waiting and praying for this season and this day and in that like that's going to mean some time apart for you guys so i know like we'll specifically know how to be praying alongside you in that season it seems like there's a lot of gaps that are being filled whether it's in community or with purpose or with whatever um new opportunities have kind of sprung up up. to surface yeah and yeah that have been really fun because it's all been Perfect timing as usual. So yes, the Lord is so sovereign and doing so many good works at and through us. So I'm just saying yes. Mm-hmm. And that is just an interesting process. But here we are. Here we are. But I am not the only one with lots of transition happening. I think a lot of our listeners do. But you do too, Scotty. So yeah. share about some of the transitions that are happening in your life and heart. Yeah, this is um, crazy to be communicating via a podcast. You know, Rachel and I have been processing a lot together for almost two months now, but um, probably in the last six or eight weeks or so, I have made the decision after a lot of wrestling and grappling to step away from Behind the Bliss. And um, that's going to sound really weird and scary. And I don't know how to communicate this in a way that doesn't sound weird. Um, But all I can say is that sometimes the Lord just completely stops you in your tracks and redirects your life in ways that are unexplainable. Um, And about eight weeks ago, that started happening to me in relation to this podcast. And um, there's truly no 
explainable reason as to why and you know why making sense of God's call and timing and all the things I think more than anything I'm learning what it means to step out in obedience and communicate hearts um and redirections and changes in a way especially with someone like one of my best friends with Rachel and my partner as we do this together like how to explain when you feel a sense that God is calling you to do a new thing and um so that is just like a huge transition that's about to happen and to be honest I have no idea how to even communicate that to you guys how to communicate how to communicate that enough to Rachel was one of the hardest things of my entire life I think that was one of the hardest conversations I've like (laughs) Ever had. Ever had. And Rachel knows. up there in the top three. Yeah, especially (laughs) with me being an Enneagram 9. Any kind of change and confrontation is truly debilitating to me. I think when I started coming to terms with what I felt like God was asking me to do, like I could barely function. Um, Because Rachel is one of my best friends. And Behind the Bliss is a passion project that I started alongside her that I love and I cherish. And you know, you guys mean the absolute world to us. Like I can't even communicate what it's been like for me to, um, to be made aware of, you know, just God's call, but also to step out and actually do it has just been so hard for me. Um, but hand in hand, I've been met with just such confirmation and grace. You know, I think, you might hear something like, oh, Mary Scott's stepping away from behind the bliss and instantly like in your flesh and in your mind and in your heart, you're going to want to um, fill in the blank. Like, oh my gosh, did they have a falling out as friends? Did they have a friendship breakup? Like what happened? And here, like, I think my heart and my biggest desire for the audience and you guys to hear is first of all, my gratitude and sincere love for you as um, our friends and as our community, but two, the sincere love that I have for this podcast and that I have for Rachel, because, you know, she is my, one of my best friends and I'm going to try and get through this without crying, but, um, and no way is this a me rejecting Rachel or rejecting behind the bliss. It's simply, um, just a hard act of obedience that I feel called to do. And my prayer and my hope more than anything is that people hear me champion her and commission her forward in this um, in this beautiful platform that God has allowed both of us to participate in and for her to continue to carry out. And what a complete privilege it's been to create something with a dear friend and to see God move in ways that we could have literally never imagined. Um, Yeah. You know, and sometimes we just can't explain the mystery of God and, you know, stirrings that happen between um, hearts and things that God is doing behind the scenes that we cannot even understand. You know, I think in my, in my heart of hearts um, and truly just in my own pride, I think it doesn't make sense for me to step away from something without having another thing. I don't know if that makes sense, but you know, I guess maybe in my head, it would have made more sense for me to say, you know, I'm stepping away from behind the bliss because I'm pregnant and I'm becoming a mom or I got another job opportunity. And, you know, as much as I want to say that, like, I'm stepping away from behind the bliss for a certain understanding, like new reality, I'm actually stepping away with an uncertain reality. And I think that is harder for me because it, it, for some reason it makes me feel weak, like that I'm stepping away from a hard thing, that I can't manage something, but I'm just holding fast to, 
you know, that he who began a good work in me is going to complete it. And the same is true for this podcast. It's just going to happen without me. Um, and, you know, Rachel is completely capable <laughs> and called and meant to continue to do that. And I told her when I called and like could barely speak words, but when I finally got my uh, emotions together, I told her that I believed from the from the depth of my heart and from with every fiber of my being that God was beginning a catalyst for her in her life. And this podcast was just beginning. And I believe that with my whole heart, I believe that, um, this is just the beginning of Rachel Autry's ministry. This is just the beginning of Behind the Bliss's ministry. And what a true joy it's going to be to be in her corner, to be cheering her on in a way that probably no one else can other than Thomas. <laughs> um, <laughs> and to just sit back and watch as God does amazing things. And I just, I think more than anything, I want everyone to hear my truest heart in in my belief in Rachel and my um my sincere love for her, for this podcast. This is not like Mary Scott stepping away from behind the bliss. So I should never listen to this podcast again. (laughs) You know, like that is not (laughs) the truth. And I just think my biggest goal in our humanity is to dispel what the enemy would love to do in causing division in the kingdom. I think there, you know, I've said this from day one to Rachel, to her face and on the podcast that, you know, when we began this, I knew the enemy would be after us as friends and would be after us and probably more than any other relationship because we were doing something that was hopefully really meaningful. Yeah. And, and I think it would be easy to look at me stepping away from the podcast as like, a me not standing beside Rachel. And I just, I just want to keep reiterating that. Um, but Rachel, what are, you, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I know your thoughts because we've been processing this for weeks, but as we, you know, step forward or as you step forward, um, and carrying this humongous platform by yourself, um, like what are you feeling and how, what would you want the audience to know? Well, <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> We're both going to be crying. This is a good cry. This is a good cry. <laughs> um, these tears are not, um, like, angry. They're not, um, they're, let me say it this way. They are more joyful and, like, proud because at the end of the day, like, we win. Right. And we're friends, you know, like – we both want the best for each other, you mm-hmm. know? And we win because we are doing what the Lord is calling us to do and walking in a direction that is for us. Right. And I think it's so easy, especially you, <laughs> to, <laughs> like, I love going against the grain. Like, that is my thing. Like, if you have a customer service issue, I will call the people for you. Like, I love that. Mary Scott, I love about you <laughs> is that you sign up for, like, the most fun things, but I think it's really hard for you to like pause, reflect, mm-hmm. and potentially redirect. Well, I was going to say, you know, I think it's hard as women to to be okay with seasons. And I think, you know, the reality is, is what got us here won't get us there. You know what I mean? Like what got us to this place and behind the bliss will not get it to where it needs to go. And what got mm-hmm. me where I am at my ripe old age at 25 won't get me to where I'm going at 30. And I think the more comfortable we are with making peace with endings, the better we'll be able to be 
um, as we step into future things. And I think, yeah, I, I think it's, it's important and, you know, very behind the bliss of me to say that like, it's, this is not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy for either of us. It's not going to be easy for Rachel to now carry this load on her own, but it's also not going to be easy to continue to watch Rachel grow. Do you know what I mean? Like I am going to like probably while I'm confident and so confident that God has made this clear and that I have to walk in obedience, that doesn't mean that just because we're confirmed in our decision that this is going to be easy. You know, I'm going to fight my flesh every single day as I see um, and I'm so proud of Rachel's growth and I see what she's doing and I'm going to constantly wonder what would have happened. And I think here's the thing that's really hard. And I think this comes with just discernment and wisdom is, you know, as we approach, um, anything in life, most things aren't going to just be bad. Like, you know, I could have stayed and like ignored that um, sensing in my sphere and continued to deal with behind the bliss. And it would have still been a good thing. It just wouldn't have been God's best thing for me. And I think that's what's really hard to understand and to grapple with. Because I think for us to walk away from something, it has to be bad. And that's not true. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not true at all. And I think that's what's going to be the hardest thing from this. Because I could... You know, I'm just going to wrestle all the time, probably, even though I'm confirmed with the fact that I needed to do this. And I, I believe that God has asked me to do this. I'm still going to fight my my pride and my desire to know that I walked away from something that was so good. That was such a blessing to me. That was so like the Lord is in this. It's not like I'm walking away because God's not in this podcast. The, hear me say that he is in this podcast because there are things that have <laughs> happened that are, are happening that are unexplainable because of human effort. Um, but that still doesn't mean that I'm supposed to stay. And I think that's what's really hard. Um, I don't even know where I'm, where I'm going with it. But I think, you know, someone needs to hear that, like, we're going to have to come to terms sometimes with making a decision between, you know, good things and great things. And, oh, gosh, it's just going to be so hard because we I think we just want things to be so clear. We want them to be black and white. Yeah. We want them to be, like, good versus bad. Like, I, I want that thing. I want to live in that world, but we live in a world of gray, you know? And we yeah. – sometimes we just have to pray that God allows um, – for discerning and wis- discernment and wisdom as we step away from things. So, oh, anyway, well, you're doing it well. Well, so. I don't know about that. This is this is really the beginning <laughs> of it. I mean, obviously, Rachel and I and our our husbands and our closest friends have been processing this with us. But you know, I I'm going to be probably processing this for a long time as you are as you transition into. Yeah being a solo podcaster and you transition into your own new ministry. So, I mean, as we like transition out, what are some major things that, you know, I would be praying for, but also that our audience would come alongside you and praying for? Yeah, I think um, one of the hardest parts in the past few weeks has been um, having to, I don't know, maybe it's a healthy thing, or I think for the past year that we've been doing this, we have been each other's sounding board Mm. as far as behind the bliss goes. Mm. And there's a lot of decisions, I think more now than ever before that I am kind of just feeling a little alone on. Yeah. And, um, I am so grateful for Thomas because he's invested in this too. But I think for me to be able to have some clarity, um, and vision, as hard as this is, I think that, yes, I've heard the word catalyst from Mary Scott mm-hmm. and from Thomas and from several other people. So, like, I need to consider this 
catalyst or I need to consider this pure joy when I face this trial, Yeah, you know, and that this is going to strengthen me or it's going to equip me for the next thing that I probably wouldn't have been able to say yes to had it looked any different. And so I'm having to look at this with grateful lens as hard as it is in our friendship. Like I think that this is exactly where we both are being called to. And so I just would love like that reminder. Um, And I would want to know and to hear the Holy Spirit louder in this realm more than ever before. So to wrap that all up, (laughs) I think for um, community in and around this, Mm -hmm. I think for clear direction and that I would um, choose the right and narrow path. Um, And then also just for a covering over myself and my identity as I'm just having to face things and warfare that yeah was not I mean I think it was going to come re- regardless of this being a decision or not I think I w- this is the season for me to walk through some of the things I'm learning and walking through right. but right. it definitely um sped up the process yep <laughs> I'm I hear grateful. you on that yep <laughs> so and yeah so those three things it would be amazing if I could be so brave to ask for that help totally I think more than anything, it's just so important to pray for protection and covering over those that we see walking out in such public ministry because of the extra extra attack there tends to be. And so Mm -hmm. I will be committed to praying that for you because I don't take that lightly. And I, I, like I've said a zillion times to you personally and privately, like I do believe this is just the beginning. And so I know with that joy and blessing is going to come other things. And so I will be praying for that so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks. Yeah. One thing that we, it's kind of amazing. This is all like right now because at our church, we're doing 21 days of prayer. So every morning at 6 a.m. We have been going to our campus and praying and interceding for those that also need prayer and for Mm -hmm. the lost and all the things. And so I'm learning a ton um, and a lot's being revealed to me. So yes, this is perfect timing. (laughs) Um, But there's also a short message before we pray to kind of set our minds um, on things above. And one of the messages, which was this morning, was so good. Um, And it's timely. He talked about how we all are kind of like weightlifters, like we're lifting weights and we're in the gym and there's strength needed to lift weights. And a lot of times like we can't do the strength on our own mm-hmm. and there's going to be more reps than maybe we're capable of or whatever. Um, but why are we not asking for spotters? Mm. Like why are we not asking for people to come behind us and make sure we're okay or to encourage us to be like one more rep, you've got this one more rep. Like those kind of people are the people we need in our lives. And it doesn't mean that the weight on the bar has changed. It just means that there's someone standing behind us or we have the support that we didn't have before to do that one more rep Mm. or to maybe um, max out what we have ever done before. And so that we can, just practice and exercise our strength and what we have um, spiritually. Mm -hmm. And so um, this is kind of one of those where this doesn't mean you're stepping away as my spotter or I'm stepping away as being yours. It's just that the weight has changed. Yeah. And the the spotting is going to be different. I think I'm not going to spot you as a 
part like as a co-partner in the same way I'm gonna probably be spotting you more privately as a friend. and yeah. as a friend and in prayer and it's just gonna look different our spotting and our friendship is just gonna change but I think what's special about having done what we've done is that this is something I will have done with only other one with a, only one other person and in some capacity there's gonna be things that probably you face in the growth of this podcast that maybe I am the only one who could like give you insight on because yeah. we have done this together for so long you know you it, get the grassroots girl yeah and it's not I think what's what's gonna be like what's cool about it is I don't have to look at Rachel calling me for advice on the podcast and me feel bitter towards her or like ashamed that this isn't something that I'm doing anymore now granted I do think I'm going to need prayer and covering over the fact that like in my pride and in my humanness it is going to be really hard probably to watch you know Rachel continue to flourish because this was our thing and you know like I and I stepped away from it you know it's not like I was forced out of this um but I think just in my flesh like to see her continue to grow and succeed um just because of my own sin and my heart, like that is going to be hard. And um, that's hard with any friendship, right? Like it's just hard not to compare and to wonder like, what if I hadn't done something? What if I had stayed? You know, what if, I don't know, fill in the blank. Like that is just is what it is. And so I think as I step away without a for sure known future, um, that would be a huge prayer request of mine. Like that I wouldn't slip into the lie that like, I missed the mark or I misheard God or um, that I made a mistake, you know, like I, I know that I didn't like I it's been confirmed in so many ways. And Rachel and I both said and seen that. But I just think that that's just like an easy wedge for the enemy to come in and sneak into my brain and tell me oh, sister, you missed out and you were afraid of the growth and you were scared or ill-equipped to carry the cause or whatever I, whatever the, the lie might be, that I would stand firm against that and oh, rest in the peace of God and the peace of God's call. And I was um, talking to Lisa Turkers recently about just like seasons and she was reminding me of a situation in her life where she was in... Um, she was in New England, I think, and she had been there when the leaves were starting to change on the trees, but there had been a large snowstorm that came. And basically, you know, when our tr- the trees are, are capable of bearing the storm after they've, like, experienced fall before, if that makes sense. So, you know, typically you have the change of leaves and then you have the fall of the leaves. You have the winter before they come and bear the weight of the snow but there had been an early snow that year and so the trees were completely destroyed because they were they were carrying the weight of two seasons they were carrying fall and they were carrying winter and the tree was incapable of carrying both and I think in some Mm -hmm. capacity that's good I was a tree trying to carry two seasons but the hard thing is is I don't know what that season is does that make sense like I don't know what my winter is, but I was beginning to feel like I was carrying a weight that wasn't mine to carry anymore. And I think that's when you invite the Lord in and you say, Lord, like I, I'm, this feels heavy to me and I don't know why. And that's oftentimes where God invites us to 
give him our weight and to allow him to redirect. And I, you know, I just think there, there are some things that we just cannot see. And I think that's what faith is, right? You're taking steps of obedience when you don't really know the ending. And even though I'm the one that's walking away, Rachel is still walking out in faith to a season she has no idea about right like she doesn't know what's around the corner I don't know what's around the corner and so I think as we as women just process what it means to ebb and flow and grow and change and adapt and all the things like we just have to blindly say yes to the Lord as he leads and and he guides us and submit to the Holy Spirit's leadings and anyway I just that's really what's going on and those are our hearts and our feelings and I just I don't even know (laughs) You know, this is just hard. Yeah. I don't even know how you begin to explain something like this um, know, in 10 yeah, minutes weird. on a podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> IDK. I think you're doing great. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. I don't. It's not something that I feel like is easy to talk about. And I don't think it's something that's easy to hear. And I don't think it's, it's like avoided at all costs. And I kind of hate that. Like, I hope if anything that people listening now feel empowered to where maybe they feel a strong calling to redirect in their own lives Mm -hmm. or they feel that the spirit's stirring them in a completely different direction or whatever it looks like for them that they would take that step in a humble confidence and obedience and knowing that it's just not up to us and we can't mess this up. And even if you quote unquote make the wrong decision, like – this there's I mean history has been written yeah and the war has already been won and we serve victorious God which means he never loses and then because we are co-heirs and we are daughters we don't either yeah so I think (sighs) if anything I I hope that this not only was like informational because I think y'all deserve to be updated but more than anything I hope this was just encouraging and empowering to do the things and maybe say the things or have hard conversations that need to be had or heard or um, redirected because we are testimonies today and hopefully forever that it's not easy Mm -hmm. and we don't do it right all the time. Yeah. But all the time, God's good. And so I almost think that this is going to be a really cool like – I mean, Ebenezer, right? Like people made Ebenezers in the Bible to almost be a a cornerstone yeah. of where they were. So they remember once they see it again, where they were and where they are and how far they've come. And it basically was just like a stack of stones. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we sing the hymn, it's like, here I raise my Ebenezer. It's saying like, let me never forget this moment of God's and the trajectory that this sent me on and God's faithfulness yeah. inside of it. Yeah. So let this episode be an Ebenezer yeah. that we can come back to and that I know I'll listen back to yeah. to remind me in the hard moments of like, no, we chose obedience and obedience sometimes means hard things. It means we're signing up for um, maybe the longer route, but we are going to end up at a destination that another route maybe wouldn't potentially have gotten Amen. us to. So, well, yeah, exactly. And I would just love just to thank you guys. Like I, it's something that I don't take lightly. I, I, from probably the day one have been feeling the weight of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, since just <laughs> since day one because i am i i, pr- I think we've rescheduled this like three yeah, times like, I like just, no 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 <laughs> i just really i hope that you guys sincerely hear what a blessing and 
opportunity that you have given us and that you've given me. I, you know, I am not the same person I was on the day that I said, Hey, Rachel, do you want to start a podcast? And I'm, I'm not, um, I don't take lightly the opportunities that we've had to speak with incredible women and the opportunities we've had to have conversation and the opportunity I've had to be in your earphones and in your car um, as we've just embarked on this fun journey for a little over a year. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being my friend, for sending us direct messages of encouragement for, you know, for loving behind the bliss, for telling your friends about behind the bliss, for making this something that we could have never dreamed about, that I could have never, ever dreamt of. And, you know, I just, I just am so grateful for the opportunity to have become a friend, hopefully to you in this journey um, of a podcast. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy, right? You become friends with people through their, through their headphones. I know I'm the same way with podcasts I listen to. So I pray that, you know, that we continue to be friends and that, um, I told Rachel too, like when I first came to terms with this, like what a joy to know that while I'm not a part of this anymore, my prayers and my fingertips and my fingerprints will still be a part of Behind the Bliss forever because of the opportunity that Rachel gave me to be a co-host that you guys gave us to even have a podcast at all. Like, oh my gosh, what a complete and utter joy and gift for the lessons learned and for the friendships made and the conversations had and now the tears shed, bless. Um, but I just I just want you guys to know and hear from the bottom and depths of my heart just how much I love you and will be praying for you and this podcast and that I'm committed to standing beside Rachel and being in her corner. And, you know, if there's more fun future stuff in the future, like hopefully you'll see me there as a cheerleader. Um, and to just know that like, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out life as you guys figure out life. You know, that's my behind the bliss, right? And God is hopefully and thankfully meeting me in the middle of that mess as is Rachel. So bless, 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 bless. <laughs> well, I feel called to almost just like end this and cover it and bookend it with um, a scripture, which I mean, I think we might have all heard this at least once in our life, but I think more now than ever before it has been something a little bit different to Mary Scott and I, and now hopefully you, but First Corinthians 2.9 says, as it's written, no eye has seen and no ear has heard and no human has ever conceived the things that God has prepared for those who love mm, him. Amen. Um, and the message version, which is pretty cool too, it says, no one's ever seen or heard anything like this. Never so much has anyone imagined anything quite like it, what God has arranged for those who love him. But you've seen it and you've heard it because God by his spirit has brought it all out into the open before you. Mm. And so since it's out into the open, I hope that brings you and me and our listeners freedom. Yeah. Um, it is freeing. This is freeing to do it. Yeah. I mean, and just like anything that's been in your heart and in, in private, it, there is an element of freedom that comes with just letting Publicity, people know, like you know, public. yeah, yep. like no tiptoeing around and it's just so good. And as I've probably said a zillion times, I just pray that everyone knows that I love Rachel and I pray that you know that Rachel, <laughs> that I love you I love and you. thank you for being my, my partner and my business partner, my friend and sister in Christ more than anything. Well, I just cherish you so much and will miss you. Um, And I think you should just know how grateful I even am that you chose me to be a part of this one year ago. You're the very best. And Behind the Bliss will be the same because of the fingerprints that you left on it. So 
I and our listeners are so grateful for that and you. Mm. Love you guys.